Hey, John, I got Dave Wilson here, rookie. You guys know each other? Say hi. Hi. Hey. Uh, you want to play him tonight? Uh, I don't know. Uh, new guy, what part of the rule book have you read? Uh, I've read chapter A. Mm, get back to me when you've gone up to D. All right, here, Mark, Mark, you want to play uh, Dave, new guy here tonight, rookie? No way. Those guys never know how to use flamethrowers. Well, it's okay, Dave. You are, you are welcomed in the club here. All right, Stubitz, come on. You want to you teach a guy? you got, uh, got a lot of experience. I really uh, planned on playing Holmstrom tonight. We're going to practice for a tournament. You're always practicing for a tournament. Damn right. All right, <laughs> all right, Dave, I'll play you tonight, all right? We'll pick out a starter kit, starter kit scenario. All right. Okay, great. Uh, I'll be right back, guys. Yeah, that Kleinschmidt's always playing a rookie so he can win. No kidding. He's That's why we call him Fresh Meat Dave. <laughs> everybody to another exciting episode of the two half squads that's right we're actually recording live so we'll be a little distracted yeah we're well we're we're simulcasting oh simulcasting we're doing our usual recording but we're simulcasting uh a live video feed right now and for those of you that missed it oh well sorry yeah, yeah <laughs> today is may 12th 2011 yeah and this is episode 50. 50. Wow. And we were going to do something special for 50 uh, when we thought, you know what, a lot of people get to episode 50, but how many get to 51? That's right. 51 is really key. 51 is a big episode. Yeah. So we're saving all the good stuff for 51. Right. Unless the people we invite won't come then either. Right. It's Then maybe 52. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. We sent out all these invitations telling people, hey, it's our 50th, and boy... Nobody responded. <laughs> Even my wife couldn't be here yeah. tonight. <laughs> yeah. To help us out. So we figured, hey, 51 is the big one. Well, you know, it was kind of like when we switched over to the year 2000. Um, you know, did you celebrate the millennium on 2000 or in 2001? Hey, that's right. 2001 officially. Would be officially the, was millennium. the millennium. And we, as we start our fifth deck, our, our deca, you wouldn't call it a decade. Decahedron? Deck, deck pod. Pod deck, decapod, 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 which I think is a, it's a like cast. a fish with Deca ten cast. legs. Uh, anyway, so yeah, fifty-one. I like that. So we're going to have some great guests on 51, fifty-one, right? Yeah, See, we'll we make can some pull a round table <laughs> together for fifty-one. <laughs> well, it's good to be back. We haven't actually podcast for for quite a while. We've had we both had a lot going on, and mm. I'm feeling oh, nice, Jeff, covering for me. But yeah, my school play and weeks yeah. of stuff and. And it's May. May is the season of concerts at school and open houses. And boy, that sucks up a lot of time when I yeah. got three kids. So yeah. I take the blame for the delay in broadcasting. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for taking the blame. I'm going to reach Jeffrey. across there. And congratulations, by the way, on 50 episodes. Thank you. And you like my new uh, facial you, hair? I noticed right away when you drove up. I thought, wow, there's a good looking guy pulling into the driveway. I wonder who that is. Got the little uh, goatee thingy going yeah. extra long yeah. and uh, the short hair look. And yeah. Actually, I saw Brad Pitt on the cover of People or something today, and uh, I thought, God, Dave looks like that. <laughs> and uh, I did not wear my Half Squads T-shirt. My apologies to everybody, but yeah. I have my 
Uh, Lady Pirates of Captain Bree shirt. That was my school play this year. So I am promoting that. I'm not familiar with that. No, you wouldn't be. Play. No. It's, it's, an, it's a little known. I work <clears throat> on a Pioneer Drama Service a lot. Ah. Shows with lots of kids on stage, lots of lines for people all over the place. You know, this kid's got 14 lines, that one's got 12, this one's got 20, this one's got 30. Not like a lot of shows where you just get down to four main actors and yeah. everyone else just appears for a couple of dance numbers or something. That's why we like those kind of shows, and mm-hmm. it had three sword fights in it. Can't beat that. Oh, wow. Sword fights. Can't beat that. I'd like to see. I, I can't even imagine what kind of swords you have in I a have it on DVD, so school play. Now that you said that, I'm going to make you sit and watch it one night. We could simulcast that, too. <laughs> As a little extra. So, what has been going on in the squad leader world, we want to know? Well, lots and lots of things in the squad leader world. I believe MMP has finally uh, shipped out. I shouldn't say finally. They have gotten all their first wave product out for the year, mm-hmm. which would be the starter kit expansion kit would be the final piece to that puzzle. Because right. I ordered through Alex Key. Alex Key, everybody, great guy. Uh, order through Alex if you get an opportunity, and he just got in the starter kit expansions, and so he's going to ship out the whole bundle of my stuff that he has for me. Other stuff, I ordered some from MMP, but I kept a lot to order through Alex. Yeah, and I uh, never know who to order from. I want to support. I want to support Games Plus, and I want to support Alex because he's a great guy, and he gives us uh, great pricing. Yep, he respects our advertising potential. So. Yeah. Order from Alex. Yeah. and um, But I also liked, I don't know, why Why would I even want to order directly from MMP? I don't know. Yeah. But Support I, the P500 thing, I guess, you, part well, of it. Correct. I guess you would, to the pre-order. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, but if you order from some of the other people, like, M, uh, like even Games Plus, I think, they then place an order. Now they just order a set number of stuff. So I think they do, yeah. That's a good point, Jeff, about the pre-order number. Yeah. Correct. So... And it's kind of fun sometimes to get that box from MMP. It is. And and I got a box, which we'll be talking about later, and I was totally surprised. I had no idea because the mailman really doesn't like me. He doesn't bring me much stuff. Yeah, you, know, you got to order more. And, but I still get excited when something comes, and, boy, that really took me by surprise. I'd totally forgotten that I had ordered it. You know, it was probably six or seven months ago. And so. we have lots of um, links for you tonight yeah. that people, listeners have been sending in. Yeah, which is great. We posted on Facebook and um, I think on Twitter that we would like to, you know, it's hard for us just being two guys and we both work, uh, keeping up with all that's going on in the ASL world and especially because of everything that people are doing to contribute to the hobby on the internet. So there's stuff on Board Game Geek and guys are doing videos. I've seen, I've seen some YouTube videos and stuff like that. Hard to keep up. So we've asked our listeners to help us keep up by sending us links to stuff that's uh, particularly interesting to them. And then we'll repost it and maybe hopefully get a chance to take a look at some of that stuff. I haven't even had a chance to take a look. I looked at one of the videos today. Have you looked at the videos? Yes, I, I checked out the YouTubes and I think one of the blogs or something. And yeah, but otherwise, right? Not not I don't a lot not a lot of time there. Yeah, I, I watched the video, but I didn't have. You know, I've got like nineteen computers in the basement but i didn't have speakers connected to that particular one so i don't know there was no audio I'll, I'll get back to it i don't know how to do it all how do we do it all so um what should we do first dave i think we should do something different how about letters good idea <laughs>
Wow. Hey. Hola. Oh. It's good to know some things never change, Dave. With the delight on your face every time we play this little game. And just having a consistent song for our letters. You know what? I'm going to learn how to play this music. I'm going to get out my accordion and learn how to play this. You could probably get one of your kids to learn it. Your kids are very good musically inclined speaking. Thank you. Well... I'd like to say that this show is brought to you by Glenn Oberhauser. Glenn, thank you very much for your support. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. We also got a nice contribution the other day from one of our regular contributors who likes to remain anonymous. Thank you again, Mr. Anonymous. We won't tell your ex-wife where all that money's going. (laughs) He's funneling it. Yeah, it came to us directly from his account in uh, the Cayman Islands. Which I thought was nice. All right, are we gonna? Should we? T- We're going, maybe. Oh, okay. I'm turning the music off then. Or do you want to play? Do you want to leave it in the background Just a little? We kind of let it fade out a little All bit. Right. This from Mika Solman. Thank you, Mika. He says hi. I've written a pretty nice list of all the new rules that a newbie needs to learn when moving from starter kit to full ASL. Could you mention it on your show? Answer is. No. Sorry, we cannot. We will not, under any circumstances. It's just too much competition for people's valuable ASL time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, of course we will. And we did. And it was a Board Game Geek link, and we'll we'll post that on the show. Yes, we will. Right? Yeah. I'll throw it into a file. Right. And thank you, Mika. Jeffrey, do you have a letter? All right. Well, here's here's something somebody left on our uh, on our website. Uh, he wrote uh, on episode 49, I love it when people complain about free podcasts. There you go. Yeah. And there was a little. There's somebody, when we posted episode 49, somebody posted a comment rather quickly that said it, they didn't really think it was a very good episode. Oh, correct. And, now, we, you know, and we don't get a lot of negative feedback. I think most people just you know turn us off and and forget about it. They don't bother to write in. And anybody with a, with a lot of sense or taste doesn't even listen to the show. So for those reasons, we really don't get much negative feedback. Uh, but yes. in this case, we did. We did, but you can feel free, please, to go ahead and give us some constructive yeah. criticism. And he, and he did. And how did you react to that? Dave? I was just fine with it. I was hurt. Because <laughs> I just ignore it. <laughs> I, actually, I thought he had a good point. I, I, th- I thought he had that the comment had some merit. I'm not going to go so far as to repeat what he said. Never. Um, because if you if you want to know what he said, you have to go to the two com and read the first comment on episode 49, and you'll see there. But we don't have any sponsors. Well, we've got the C4 Corner Cutter, of course. We do. And we want you to continue to purchase that. But anyway, what's next? Yes, I'm looking at Paul's. I really enjoyed the 48, number 48, and that was great help, as it seems, like many other ASL newbies, he wants to make the leap into armor-fighting vehicles. Please keep it going. Thank you, Paul. Oh, and he also sent two views about Gun Duel and Armor Factor. It isn't a case of the armor-fighting vehicle 
not saying I'm firing now. Remember we talked about gun duels? Gun duels, yeah. And, uh, okay, gun duel. It's more a case of an armor-firing vehicle has not yet seen the anti-tank gun, although the player has before firing. So the player has seen it, but the actual little cardboard guys have not seen it yet because it hasn't come into the sight, line of sight. That anti-tank gun is waiting for the tank to get closer, again, even though his player is wait, awaiting the gun duel. Now, with the armor issue, Jeff had asked about the vulnerable, why make your tanks vulnerable from the sides, remember? Not have the, why not have just big old armor all the way oh, around yes. it? And he well, says, I was joking. Well, but it's a good question because, you know, you could make them better. Some actually had fairly equal armor, too, at some point. But there's always more. a balance between the amount of armor you have and the gas mileage you get. Correct. The weight of the tank. And the and the maneuverability. Use of steel when your country is running steel. low of resources. Right. And uh, he says what makes the turret more vulnerable is it can't slope like the glacis, which is the lower fr- front, right. I think. Yeah. And the armor factor is more than just, of course, thickness. It is slope, which is actually in one of the notes, I believe. I think that's right, yeah. In the rules. I remember reading it somewhere a long time ago. Yeah. And the Yag Panther has got all front heavy armor because it has the same slope on angle on it, which I did not know. So I think they Paul. should have – what they could have done is change the way the helmet Slope. is designed hey. so that you only have protection in the front of the helmet. And then the back is just like like cheesecloth or something, right? Because you want protection you, as well, you're going in. But if you're retreating, if you're running away from the enemy, you deserve to be popped in the back of the head. Don't you think? <laughs> well. and then And then the steel that they save by not – Putting that on there, they could have put on the tanks. Correct. Why don't they do the helmets slope too? To a little angle bit. bullets off of them. Yeah, have some have better angle than others. Well, you know those. Um, uh, now I can't remember what they call those helmets that the Limeys wore that the Brits wore. You know, helmet. Well, <laughs> it was it was kind of not so deep. It didn't correct. cover the whole head. Remember, it had that nice brim. Yeah, more like very a dish. jaunty looking. Yeah, like a dish, like a like a soup dish. Yeah. Um, so that had more of a slope, but it also exposed a lot more of the head. Correct. So <laughs> I don't German. know. I don't know. Do you have a letter, Jeff? I always think you got to have a lot of ideas before you come up with a good idea, and I have I have a lot of bad ideas. Well, I'll keep thinking of ideas. Well, where did you get Paul's letter? I didn't even that see Paul. That was NH one six four. Here's one from Dave. Dave Shepard. Thanks for reading my question out on the show the other week. I'd forgotten I'd sent it, so initially I was shocked that some imposter had my name. Yeah, Dave Shepard, that's a pretty unusual name. Uh, I found a couple of local players, then took the plunge and ordered Rule Book, Beyond Valor, and a couple of the other uh, bits. Let's hope the Brits, Americans, Japanese, Axis Miners, French, Italians, and Finns are all available to buy soon. I'm hoping next month at the latest. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dream on. But again, they have been putting out a lot of stuff lately. Yeah, they have been. So, And it seems like we we, we seem to be getting more and more email about people that are getting back into the hobby, which is really quite amazing. True. Very true. So hopefully Lots this, this in, you know, it, more demand is going to create more product. And I have a letter here from Bjorn Lorenzen from Berlin, Germany. Hi, guys. Great show as usual. I just discovered this great website has a flow chart to facilitate the route process. There are some other useful resources to be found, and it might be worth mentioning. So, yes, once again, here it is, and we will post that link on our show also. I have a route, hand-drawn routing flowchart. That must go way back. 
So it must have who? distributed it. No, I don't oh, know. You didn't draw it. No. Okay. Someone distributed it at some point, or it came in the mail maybe with one of those early magazine fanzines. So could have been one of those. So thank you, Bjorn. We'll get that flow chart out there. Here's an email from, not an email, but uh, he posted on the website on uh, episode 48, The Rich is Back. This is Pablo. A very nice podcast. I believe the Pathfinder could, after intensive firing, swing around the turret to shoot at the Sherman with the coaxial machine gun. Oh, yeah. This wouldn't damage the Sherman, but would make a stronger armor of the turret face for the incoming shot. Because he turned and fired the machine gun, he's now got his armor factor, the right armor factor, facing. Right, So, because you, you get a free turn when you fire. When you fire. Good idea. Excellent yeah. idea. Yeah. Thank you, Pablo. Pablo, we need you to do some tactic things maybe on our show, much like Rich Spilkey. Well, a little advertisement for our Texas friends. There's um, the team tournament on June 23rd. So... Sign up for the Texas Open, ASL Open. Well, it's not the Open. It's the, what do they call it? The They call it a rodeo, don't they? Texas. <laughs> 19th Annual Texas Team Tournament, Austin, Texas, June 23rd to 26th. Register at com. Yeah. We should have music for that little segment. We really, you know, we do we so should. much with the Texas guys. Yeah. But they deserve their own kind of theme song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I won't do that yet. Remind me, we need to talk about our contest. Oh, yes. Before we leave today. Yeah, right. Why did I talk like my mother <laughs> just now? <laughs> David, coming to dinner. Can you stop? Please. <laughs> All right, here's a, a comment from Luke, who posted about episode 49. I think uh, responding again to the person who posted a negative thing. He starts off with, I like this episode. I like them all. I was most interested in the interview with Liz, the woman ASLer. Excellent. I once dated a girl, and we played a... I just once? I once dated a girl. <laughs> just once. I'm just reading it. I read it as I see it, Dave. I don't make this stuff up. Oh. I once dated a girl, and we played ASL all the time, obsessively. <laughs> we're not even going to touch this. We're, we're not going to ruin yes. that. We're just going to leave that as it is. Just, yeah. uh, in fact, wargaming and ASL was, in many ways, the core of our relationship. So I think there's more potential for female players out there. One thing that I, um, one thing was that I once got to go play with some older, crusty ASL grognards, but they didn't want her to go. No girls allowed kind of thing. I, I get that. This ended up putting a strain on things with her because I was going to play our game with other people who excluded her. And I actually stopped playing with those guys, he says. My girlfriend's attitude to the rules was similar to Liz's. She never read the rules, and I had to completely teach her everything. I got annoyed at times because she'd forget the rules a lot, but heck. She was still a strong player, actually, and beat me half the time we played. Fun times. There you go. That is um, that. It's so true. Yeah. And, and I don't know why it shouldn't be a, a game that women could play. Something about the military, because, again, the fantasy role-playing has lots of female players. Games oh, yeah, like lots. Carcassonne and those yeah. Euro games. Right. So Large female following for yeah. those. We don't mean large females. No, no. No. <laughs> and this from Eric. This just in from Eric. 
As a former tank officer, the reason why there are weaknesses in armor, back to the armor issue, ah. is because putting armor all over the tank means it would move slowly, as Jeff said, as well as have a smaller gun and carry less ammo, which I right. didn't think of that one. Yep. Tank design is all about making the best compromise between armor, gun, ammo, speed, agility. Increases in any one tend to mean decreases in the other two. What made the Panther so formidable was that it achieved a marvelous balance between all three that nevertheless outclassed many of its opponents on the field in a single-vehicle versus single-vehicle matchup. But Germany, of course, couldn't make so many of them. Main battle tank designs tended to follow this trend, and they outperformed the single-purpose tanks of the earlier era. Example, infantry support tanks, cav tanks, tank destroyers, etc., a good point too yeah thank you eric you also need to design be sure you design one that fits in the garage at night that's correct what are you going to do with you know when it's raining thing could rust well i remember reading something i'm sure this is true that um tanks that were built in britain had to be designed so that they would fit through tunnels as the because they had to transport the finished vehicle to the coast so they could put it on ships. And so they had to be sure that the plants that were building the tanks didn't build them so big that they couldn't fit through the train tunnels. Wow. Yeah. Now, and I do know the major highway system across America, the interstates, mm-hmm. are the bridges are designed at that height to accommodate the missile systems that we move on our trucks during the Cold War. Really? Yep. Eisenhower. I didn't know that. Yep. And Kurt... I think you should have made that up. I did not. <laughs> but and it's good enough. Kurt Metzler from, guess where, Korea. He's our Korean listener. That's Although a good Korean name. Kurt yeah. Metzler. <laughs> Kurt Metzler Park. Yeah. I want to thank you all for all of your hard work. Your show's helped at various, st- various stages of my ASL career, beginning with newbie-doo up to my graduation to full ASL. Wow. Congratulations, Kurt. Between the two of you, your guests, and the interviews, there's a lot of interesting material. Ignore the no-banter ninnies for all levels of play. Well, that's good. We try and hit all levels. and We do try. Uh, helps. Although yeah. we're really overdue for that newbie-doo, we know. Don't write in and tell us. Yeah. One thing I would appreciate seeing is a segment about Human Wave. I've puzzled over the rules for that, and it is yet to click for me. I eagerly, eagerly await your next show. Until then, I'm your loyal listener in Korea. P.S. I'd bribe you with beer, but Korean beer is swill. Just make sure that my neighbors <laughs> don't hear this part. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Kurt. Uh, Glenn has uh, sent us another really good resource. Oh, actually, he's, he sent us a resource to uh, Mika's. He sent us a link to Miko, who Miko already sent us a link to his own stuff. Oh, but so. there was something slightly different about it, I thought. But anyway, we'll double-check it and put it up if yeah. they're different. Uh, this one from Pierce, totally your call, but I wanted to point you to my AAR of the Bitter Ender, which was a tournament, ASL tournament for possible tweetage. We tweeted it out. It would also be nice if you would plug the event he's planned to in Baltimore. So don't forget, folks, Pierce's event in Baltimore, May 6th, 7th, and 8th in conjunction with game days. Oh, May has passed. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> but we're just going to link his, I'll bet he had a good time. his game days bitter yeah. ender thingy boo-boo. Yeah, and I think uh, I think actually there was a little uh, back and forth. Maybe it was on Facebook because uh, he posted that and somebody else from Baltimore uh, on, the, on our Facebook page picked up on that and was very happy to see that. So that's nice. Check us out on Facebook. Um, 
I'll put a link to the show notes on it. But if you're on Facebook, we keep a show notes there for, um, for the two half squads, and you can talk to us through that. Though Dave isn't on Facebook yet. No. And it, it, it may or may not happen. We don't know. Don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Dave is up to his ears right now. Doesn't know if he can handle anymore. Glenn does. I, I, I was just reading part of the rest of Glenn's email, uh, and he does say, uh, if you're short on time, uh, consider replacing the next box art review segment with a short clip of buzzing flies. They sound the same to me. <laughs> what? Stop that. Well, then he puts a smiley face by it, which I don't know. Does that count? <laughs> don't know. When you do a snide remark you to somebody know. and you still put the, you know. You never know. I don't know. And we also like to thank Bjorn for his kind donation. This podcast is brought to you by Bjorn. Little email from Ian Wiley. Not sure which of you joined my blog. Oh, Ian Wiley has a has a nice blog. Yes. Uh, but it seems that you have won the second round of my giveaway for turret counters. He was having, he had a blog, started a new blog, and he had a little contest, which I thought was kind of cool. And he's... Please supply an address for them to be mailed out to you. Did Woo-hoo! you did you supply that? I did, and they arrived, and we're going to do that on what's in the box. You brought him with you? Mm-hmm. Oh, this very episode. I love you, Dave. Of course you do. In a manly sort of way. <laughs> and Chalkboy emailed us to notify us about the Countersmith Productions that we just won. And he also sent us a link. He said, this is a computer program that organizes your scenarios, lists your products, tracks campaigns. However, the earlier version is better because you can change the nationalities and theaters and other information. Great database. Dave can enter his 1,066-plus games into this program. And so we're going to put that link up for you also. Very good. And we've got a letter here from Eric. Hi, guys. I'm listening to episode 49, and I heard my letter read regarding an electronic ASL rulebook. I agree with your comments about it being harder to read, but for referencing, when a rule needs to be looked up, an electronic option with a good search feature is superior. Just type residual in the search function, and up pops all the different rule sections which reference the word residual. Navigate to the section which most matches your situation you're looking for, and boom, you're done. So, Agree, Jeff? I I, I agree. There would be some advantage to having an electronic version of the rules for for reasons like that. But they also have a very good index. They have a very good index. I have never, you know what, I have never not found something in the rule book. I mean, I, I sometimes you have to look in two or three spots to find Correct. something when you're when you're and cross reference because you're working with an unusual situation. But an electronic rule book would not help you with that. In fact, it might make it harder because with electronic, it's it's hard to flip back and forth, and you can't take the pages out and lay them out, compare things. Well, you know? with Windows, you can't do it in little windows next to each other or something. No, and that can be a hassle. Yeah, even if you could. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. And, of course, they're, they're, they get into this whole thing with uh, intellectual property and how do they control the distribution of their stuff and, and things like that. So I, I kind of think we will never see an electronic version of the rule book. I don't think it's going to happen. Hmm. I think they may have one, but I think it's under lock and key along with those pictures of, of, of uh, bin Laden. <laughs> Osama. I don't think we'll ever see them out. Yeah, and I, I see it pop up once in a while on Game Squad, and and um, you know a lot of the players really aren't interested in it. The old school players, yeah, maybe not enough to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Like I asked about winter boards. Yeah, you know, hey everybody, right. if you want winter boards, you let MMP know. Right. Um, 
you know, and they don't think there's going to be enough interest in that. Everyone, who's going to pay $240 for a set of Starter Kid style winter boards? Yeah. But I am really interested in that. So I, you know, I actually some, really like some that. Some listener idea. wants to make them for me for yeah. some price. Let me know. Let me know. Now that could be illegal. Oh, sorry. Don't do it. Do you think that would be illegal don't to make do winter it. boards? That's not really reproducing the boards, then, is it? I don't know. I'm sure Chaz will notify us if it's a problem. Yeah. Or Perry. Let us know. We'll hear from his lawyers. And I have this one from Matt Shostak. He does the Bonsai, which there's a new epi- uh, episode. There's a new uh, article, a new issue edition. Thank you. Issue edition of Bonsai. And he says, I'm really interested in scenario analysis articles. So please, if you'd like to participate, send them to him. And you can get them into the next edition or issue. There are now approximately a gajillion scenarios for the ASL system, and only a small fraction have even had articles written about them. Consider trying your hand at it. It's not as hard as it looks. So, if yeah, you I would, think that's a great idea. I'm, I'm really glad that he mentioned that, because I think a lot of people would get some, would really have some fun writing up stuff like that. Yeah. Really anything. Anything that you'd like to write up, if whether it's a paragraph of a tip or whatever. And write it up and send it off to Bonsai. They'd love to have that stuff. Yep, please. Go ahead and participate, folks. And I remember, Jeff, I wanted us to both do a layout of a defense and then mm-hmm. compare our defenses mm-hmm. on on the show. I still think we should do that. Yeah. And one of those magazines did that with three different people. Talked about a defense and then and they kind of stole our idea, but they were generating oh. it at the same time. It might have been Bonsai. I don't think it was an annual. I don't know. It might have been an annual yeah. or journal. But... um. They stole our idea, or did we steal their idea? No, it was simultaneously generated. So There are no new ideas. I think that's in the Bible. I think so. And this from John Kennedy. I uh, just saw your post asking for links. So he sends a link to... Yakbo's Board Game Blog. It's about Advanced Squad Leader and other board games. ASL Scenario J91 is right in here. The sooner the better, and he's got a play test of that, or a replay of that. So we can link Jacobo's board game blog. Oh, yeah, that's a nice blog. I'm just looking at it now. I haven't had a chance. Oh, my, oh my gosh. This is fabulous. It's got nine squad leaders. It's got Agricola, Dominion, Federation Commander. Different kinds of games listed there. Oh Napoleonics. It's too much. I'm going to explode. It'll keep you busy for a while. <laughs> I'm just. Inv- I would like to invite everybody, everybody out there, all of our listeners, to send me. Let's see. I don't want to be greedy. A million dollars. Well, ten thousand dollars each. And then I'll take some time off and really get caught up on my squad leader, and I'll report back. And I'll be grateful. A lot of people wouldn't be grateful for that. A lot of people wouldn't care. A lot of people would take your 10000 and throw it out. Yep. Not me. Not Jeff. Uh, Here's an an email from Jim. We got a lot of email. We do. Since that last show. We're almost done. I guess we could save some for now. Come on, let's plow through it. Yeah, okay. Uh, Here's an email from Jim Povey. I just opened the new ASL Starter Kit Expansion Pack 1 and noticed something very interesting in the counter mix. There's a German 8-0 Sergeant Klein and a German 7-0 Corporal Schmidt. What? Don't tell me this. Yep. What? Wait, wait, wait. Could this be wait. Dave's? No, wait. What? No. <laughs> are we opening Starter Kit tonight? Because I'm yes, looking we are. forward to seeing my counter. Yeah. 
No, we're opening it tonight. Then what's he talking about? My my counter is going to be in Stark at. You mean the expansion, expansion pack, pack one? Yeah. Expansion pack one, because we remember they sent us an electronic. Yeah, they did. Layout of all the counters, and yeah. Kleinschmidt was on that. So yeah. I'm really excited tonight because I'm going to open it, yeah. and my counter's going to be in the set. Yeah, it'll be right there. All right. So then what's it, it's this guy talking be right about? there on top. He, I think they made it, your counter in an eight by ten. You know, just sort of as a. So then, what's he talking about? Could this? I don't be know. My He's counter? saying this. No, look again. I'm sure you'll find Kleinschmidt in there. All right, let's go on. I also noticed there's a German six one named Corporal Krupke. I can only imagine that his name was inspired by the character on the TV show, The Big Bang Theory. Oh, or maybe Officer Krupke from West Side from Story. From West Side Story. Oh, I have one from Brian. I love the show. was interested in ASL before you started and listened for a year, and then I picked up the ASL Starter Kit 1. Another purchase. Mm-hmm. Ka-ching! Brought by two half-squads, we think. I think we should get a nickel for every, everybody. I think. Something. And he came across this site, which is Russ Gifford's site. Hmm. Uh, that has lots of um, ASL stuff there. He says he found it useful. Yeah, Even we've for seen. a starter kit player. Yeah. And so there you go. Russ Giffords. It's been around a while, I think, but let's put it out there. Yeah. Uh, here's one from Elstrom Matthias. Hello. Should I do it in a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. I hope you're all well and that you remember me. I'm the Swedish Matthias who drew your logo. How am I doing? Very good. I've been catching up on old episodes of your podcast, and since you mentioned a module dependency chart, I wanted to send you my latest version. If you think it useful, I might be persuaded to make a more detailed version that will also take into account... I'm starting to sound <laughs> a little like um, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> I'm also <laughs> taking into account uh, which maps are in which module. Can I also add my support for your excellent box art review, which I always look forward to? Thank well, you. They, they, Matthias, you really know how to bring, I mean, you really know how to bring a smile to Dave's face. Look at him. Look at him. He's all aglow. For you with the live feed. <laughs> for you people that are not seeing this, you're really missing out. I, I feel sorry for you. Keep up the banter and watch out for my low rolls. So thank you, Matthias. D- did you happen to look at this dependency chart? Uh, he sent yes, it in a PDF, and we'll, we'll post that. Yes. Yeah, we'll post that. So, and, uh, yeah, I think it'd be great if he had um, a version that showed which maps which maps are where. So, yes, thank you. And did we mention from Dave Winston sent us the link to Mika's transitioning from Star Kit to full ASL? I think this is our third time Board Game that. Geek. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. it. Sorry. We should have yeah, homework. Okay. It's my fault. It's my fault. <laughs> no, it's okay. Pat emailed and said, cool podcast. My friend Tony turned me on to you guys. Great. I'm getting back into ASL. Sounds like acid or something. I'm getting back into ASL now. Played SL when it came out 35 years ago. Wow. He's on episode five and has some catching up to do. Yeah. So welcome aboard and welcome back to the ASL world, Pat. I think we peaked at about episode six. Oh, no, no. Don't no, no. Think? There's many other great ones after that. Really? Mm-hmm. i got to listen to those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is our final. Is this our final email? Uh, I, I'm seeing a notification of donation received. I don't know if that's the confidential one or not, so I won't say it. Okay. I've got this one from Down Under, from Wayne. Yes, it just go came ahead, in today. <clears throat> I'll, I'll read this in an Australian accent. 
I've just started listening to your podcast, and I absolutely love it. That's not Australian. Are you sure? Yes. It's Western Austria. No. Australia, Eastern Australia. No. I recently bought the original squad leader off eBay. No. Okay. For as tw- soon as I got it, I sorted all the counters <laughs> and had a go at Scenario 1, the guard's counterattack. I played the first game back in the mid-90s with my father-in-law. This is a link to his blog. Now you try it, Jeff. I'm currently listening to to episode 13, and I'm really enjoying the show as well as finding out information. Uh, inf- uh, oh, as well as, right. as well as finding it very informative. Love the humor, too. Did a search for some gaming clubs here in Adelaide, South Australia, but to no avail. I am sure that there is such a, a great, vibrant um community of asl players in australia there's, there's got to be players near adelaide yeah gotta be and i i don't have my australia map out uh-uh. i don't know if it's in the middle of nowhere but to no avail i don't know so you aussies listening out there yeah come on get to adelaide uh find wayne write write us and we'll put you in touch with wayne yes and um you guys can get together and then report back to us and maybe show up at the next uh at the next uh, asl open or the ASL um, S-Lock. S-Lock's where they came. Yeah. Lots of them last time yeah. in S-Lock. So. And he says, keep the shows coming, fellas. Oh, very even good. even spelled fellas the right way. F-E-L-L-A-H-H-A-H-S. <laughs> fellas. <laughs> fellas. Right. Uh, thank you, Wayne. And this from Dave Shepard. Oh, we already did that. No. Thanks again for the show. Took a shine of my new rule book. It's my first game this weekend. Lost badly. Sorry, Dave, but do not give up. And he asked for some recommendations on history books. That's why I started this one. Oh, I, I my thought, God. I thought I, we'd address that. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, she's I mean, got a shelf of them right over there. Yeah. Uh, I got a shelf at home. Um, you know, it's pretty standard stuff. And I I think I like all the books I read kind of mostly. Yeah. Um, so I didn't feel that I could make any really great recommendations. That's, that's a but, tough one. I mean, there are... are Stephen the, Ambrose. The, 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 books are, the bookshelves are at the bookstore are just... Laden. Laden. They're, they're groaning under the weight of all the World War II stuff, especially yeah, in the secondhand bookstore. Yeah, and, he, and he specifically, too, he wants infantry tactics, and that's where ah. it started to fall apart for me. Yes. Um, there, some books cover it okay, and others don't get into a lot of tactics at all. Right. Uh, they're more like narratives, right? The kinds of books we tend Usually to Usually they're narratives, yeah. The tactical stuff I have actually never dipped into so i thought i'd throw it out there yeah. for our listeners if you can recommend some good tactical books let us know or post yeah. a comment on the show so thank you everybody thank you a lot of letters and thanks for hanging in there jeffrey yes dave well yes <laughs> the contest we're doing now oh the contest right. yes it's a great concept for a contest and i we've got some We've really, I'm surprised at how much response we've gotten from it. And the contest is still going. Yeah. Still we going gonna, on. We don't know how, when we're going to end it. Correct. And what is the contest, Jeffrey? Well, the contest is to write lyrics to a song using squad leader lyrics. So you can take an existing song and replace the lyrics with your own lyrics of or relating to advanced squad leader. Or you can write your own music, but that would not be nearly as interesting unless you're a really good songwriter. I think it's more interesting to take an int- uh, a song we know 
and then putting your own lyrics. So Correct. And the that's, that's, two that's, half-squad that's singers had, had, had done one of the songs over again. Yes. And we have another Another entry. entry. Okay. Performed for you live by... The two half squad singers couldn't make it. <laughs> oh, okay. but we do have a substitute. Okay, two half squads singer yeah. now performing "Bungle in the Jungle." Oh, submitted by I didn't write down a listener's name, but anyway, here it is. We'll okay, post the words on the on the site, maybe. Right? Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> Forget about the rent down at the game store. Got it last Friday. Driving me nuts, waiting for ASL Sundays. Lots of Marines and sand in the jungle. It's wild and it's crazy. As we are, let's go. Oh, let's play bungle in the jungle. Well, that sounds good to me. It's ASL scenario number 62 or 63. It takes place in Burma, 1942. PTO rules in effect with the light jungle. The bricks are attacking, and the Japs are defending. I go since couldn't be cooler, a usual wager. I'll bet you a dinner. This game that we sell us play is quite a winner. Let's play bongo in the jungle. Well, I want the Japanese. A 26.54 balance with the gyro when we disagree. Love the uh, instrumental interlude. Oh yeah. And love's overruns My unplaced AT gun Lies waiting for him To light up his stewards And spell out his doom But my plan turned to crud And now I sing a new tune Thunder in the jungle Well, that sounds good to me It's ASL, the scenario Number 62 or 63. Ah, <laughs> uh, none too wow. soon. Wow. <laughs> that was powerful. Yeah, whoever that was, it wasn't me singing. 
That wasn't you. No, yeah, that was just the, so you know. That was the not Dave Kleinschmidt singer. Uh, you know, it was. It's very challenging to sing Ian Anderson. Oh yeah, lots of vocal yeah. wackiness going on there. Yeah, yeah. really, really challenging yeah. in, in defense of that fine performer that came on for us tonight to yeah. do Bungle in the ASL Jungle. Very well done. Great concept, I think. For the song, I'll I'll, I'll rate it. First yes. of all, first of all, whoever performed it, whoever that was, was fabulous. Because that is very challenging to sing Ian Anderson. But the concept was great. He went for, he just picked a scenario and did a whole thing re, re, revolving around that to a, to a very good song. And so, it is a it real natural, fit, scenario. Fit yeah, real scenario. Fit together well. I'm going to give that an A+. I think it could be a contender. Though, remember, this is not a contest. This is a comp... No. This is a contest, not a competition. Correct. It's right. a con- yeah, we'll draw so names we're do a drawing. from all these submissions. That was Dennis, yeah. otherwise known as Sergeant Schmutz. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he I put. Should, I, think I should have his, known. Yeah, so thank you, Dennis, for that marvelous entry. And if the songs aren't familiar to the two Half Squad singers or that fine volunteer that stepped in for them this evening, then we may not make it into an actual song and play it on the air. But does that diminish their chances to win, Jeff? No, not at all. Not at all. It's impossible to diminish your chances to win. Absolutely to win. impossible. Yeah. Uh, and just checking back with our video feed, uh, our pal in Manila is back on. I think there's some other people on with, too. So he's talking to Vlad and Mark. So Oh, so, welcome, which is kind of cool. And he said, ha, what a great song. Oh, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. I think we should start doing this more often, but... You notice tonight we're wearing pants. I don't know. For for those of you that have never seen us before, it's a little unusual. Uh, yes, just sure. because we're on the air. Yeah. Because this is a family show. I'm sure everybody's sitting around the, their monitors watching. Correct. i got to put that down because we're not doing that tonight. Hey, Jeff, Dave, this is Pierce Ostrander again. Hey, I just want to say I'm really enjoying listening through the podcast. Uh, I've, uh, you know, Dave would be horrified, but I'm not listening to them in order. I'm, I'm listening to them in blocks of about ten, where I go back and work my way forward, and then go back again and work my way forward. I just listened to episode 29, the office party. Uh, I do want to recommend that episode to everyone. Uh, you guys had said that I wasn't getting downloaded as much as. Uh, some of the other ones really enjoyed that, particularly Doug. That guy really has his head screwed on straight. Um, he went on and on about how uh, Monty's mess, a particular scenario that he played, was uh, the finest scenario that he had ever had ever played to date, and just was obviously overwhelmed by the by the, the high quality of that scenario. That guy is absolutely totally totally uh, right on. Uh, the designer of that thing must have been, you know, uh, really uh, really a sharp guy. I say, hey, if he, if he likes that one, he really ought to try Broich Bash, which uh, also happens to be by the same designer. Be sure and uh, look at the errata on that, though, because the boards need to be flipped. Uh, you enter along the uh, long edge of the other board, not the one that's indicated uh, initially by the placement of the north arrow. So, anyway, uh, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for the great episode. I'm working my way back uh, to the beginning. I'm really curious what episode one's going to be like, uh, but uh, it'll be a while before I get there, I think. Uh, thanks a lot. Bye. 
Thanks, Pierce. That was nice. And remember, listeners, you can call in anytime you'd like. You can call. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-800-THE-TWO-HALF-SQUADS. It's 1-800-THE-TWO-HALF-SQUADS. The two-half-squads. No, it's not. It's a, it's another number. But yeah, so look on the website. Look but no, website. feel free and call in. We only have about three or four more voicemails to use up on the air. And we'll be needing some more, ladies we need and gentlemen. More. We need more. We want to hear from you. And thank you, Pierce. Also, yeah, that first episode, don't get your hopes too high. It was pretty pretty basic technology yeah. back in the day. I just grabbed all of the episodes. Cause I, I know you've listened to all of our episodes many times. A couple I've times. only listened, well, yeah. Yep. I've only listened to them once. Um, and, and some of them not even once. You're missing out, Jeff. So I've just I took the whole lot and downloaded them into my phone because I have a 16 gigabyte capacity on my phone. Whoa! So I've got um, and all the episodes together is about three gigs or a little over three, maybe it's three and a half gigs, all on my phone. So I'm going to be listening to them. Wow, listeners, yeah. you can do that too. Yes, you can. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you'll go stop. to our quick access uh, page and you can and download if, if you do that. Easy. You know, Jeff, if you manage to do that, I think you're going to find that you're going to stop um, repeating jokes on the air. Uh, Cheetah's here. <laughs> I told you I didn't want to be on the air with Cheetah again. Get him out of the studio now. Out, Cheetah. Out you go. Get out, Cheetah. That is one mean monkey. Jeff, was that for the 50th or something? I don't want Cheetah on here. Remember, he ripped that girl's face off. That was horrible. All right, what's next? We got a lot of good mileage out of that ripping the face off thing, though. <laughs> Never has have we been so happy to find out that somebody had their face ripped off by a monkey. It was horrible. Wasn't or an ape. At all. an ape. An ape, an ape, an ape. I don't want all you monkeys out there to get you know, upset with me. Oh, oh, Jeff. That from our studio audience. Oh. They're all sitting back up there Mayhem in the bleachers. in Manila. You yeah. did not like, I, I agree with him. That was bad, bad joke. Bad joke. I'm sorry if I repeat myself, but they're so funny. They are. They're well worth it. So let's see. We did some letters. Too many letters, so we're going to have to cut this episode short. Yeah. So we're going to do, we're going to skip some things and go to. Yeah, we're going to rearrange it kind of on the fly here. What's next then? Well, I think what should be next is. Box Art Review? Uh, no. Instead, I think we should go to what's in the box. Yay! What? Oh, the kids are here too, and the kids are here in the box with us. This—it's quite true, and this is a big box. It's a very exciting. What's in the box? I think I love the reverb as much as you love. <laughs> is it still on? <laughs> yeah, get no. it off. Yeah, I did. So, what are we going to do? What's in the box? You're going to start, Jeff, because all right, as our listeners know. Yeah. The counter, Dave Kleinschmidt counter. Yeah. German leader. Yep. Is in the starter kit. That's right. And it was on that PDF sheet that went around from Game Squad forums and listed it right there, and I am anxious to see it. And you, you actually saw the PDF sheet, right? With the PDF sheet, yeah. we have it. I can link it up. I have it on my desktop. Okay. All right. Well, this, this came uh, in the mail for me about um, maybe two weeks ago now. So I wasn't expecting it. So it was quite quite a treat. So I did tear into it because I wasn't sure what it was, and then I saw. I even got an extra copy from Games Plus, or one from Alex Key, and I went and said, "My counter's in this puppy. I'm going to go buy one at Games Plus." And yeah. I bought that one yeah. three days ago, and I still have it sitting home unopened because I was saving the excitement of seeing my counter for the first time ever yeah. live on the air. Live on the air. So 
this is quite a momentous moment. I, I, I'm even going to put my glasses on, and I don't wear glasses. <laughs> so right here, I open the box, and it's you know it's not much of a box. It's actually just a plain envelope. Uh, but right here, the invoice from Multiman Publishing LLC, Limited yes. Liability Corporation, ASL starter kit, expansion pack number one. Oh yeah, sweet. And look at this. Ah. You're, you know, you're a good boy, Dave. I may, I might actually let you look at this. This is the MMP Publishing Ooh, catalog, April 2011. April 2011, yes. which is, which is always so fun. I, I love buying old games off of eBay and stuff like that because you get the old catalogs sometimes yeah. along with it. And I actually you, love the old. Ca- I love that. I stuff. mean, I really liked them then. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, 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 here's the catalog. Yeah. I have this and this and this. I don't have this. Yeah. And I always wonder what would happen if you tried to order that stuff. You know, here you can get this great game for it. It's only $2.50. Nowadays it would be $85. So I'm not going to read this, but there's two sheets here. Oh, and they've got a pre-order list. That's all. It's all too good. And then here it is. Look at that. Never been opened. Oh, I've that, been saving this for you. new modern crunchy cellophane. Yeah. Advanced, uh, Advanced Squad Leader Starter Kit Expansion Pack 1. It's got boards and counter bundle. This this is a great deal. This was only thirty thirty eight thirty three fifty. Oh, you pre-ordered? Shipping. Yeah. yeah. I think I paid thirty eight for my extra copy just because it has my counter in it. And there's uh, there's text on the back which says, uh, well, I'm not going to read all this, but it tells you what you're going to find in this game and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's great. I almost I almost don't want to open it, but I will. All right, come on. Stop <laughs> delaying, Jeffrey. I'm not delaying. I can't get into it. Come on, everyone gets in the squad leader. What do you mean you can't get into it? I can't get... It won't let me in. Let me in. Someone's knocking at hold the on, door. Hold on. Someone's going to get a knife. Someone doesn't have fingernails. Someone refuses to use his teeth. Come on, Jeff. Teeth. Oh, look at this knife. I'll show that to Mayhem and Manila and our other viewers. All right. Now there's, a, now, there's a knife. That's a knife. This is actually a knife that was used by uh, my wife's father when he was a um, paratrooper. He carried this knife. And if you believe that... Okay. I don't know where to cut in. Well, don't cut the... the, the I, I'm trying. Oh, Argy, oh, matey. I'm so challenged. It's embarrassing. Here, you can play with the plastic. Ooh. I've had enough of that. Okay, wow, you get right into it, Andy right? Something, you, Andy you something, Andy something. You just turn over. Yeah, give me, give me some of them. So you have there. the front... Oh, here, I'm going to give you the cover. counter sheets, Dave. All right. You, uh, no, you I'm afraid start, to look. You take yeah. those. Give me a board. Give me a board. I'm afraid. Uh, okay. To, it's too exciting. Oh, my God. I can't take it. You're just... I'll take the boards. Giddy. Let's all do right, the boards. boards. Here you go. Give me that one. All right. Boards. There's boards. Here's another one. How many boards, Dave? Oh, I see three, unless can you, you count, kept one for yourself. Can you count to three, Dave? Yeah, three boards. I can count to three in Spanish. This <laughs> Unos, dos, cuatro. It's an, yeah, it's embarrassing. All right, you just turn over. I'm turning over the uh, the front cover that it comes in, and right on the back, they don't waste any space. Right on the back, the there's, a, there's a two-hit chart. 
which is, uh, you know, the starter kit to hit chart. Hey, how about a quick box art review of the front of that? Very handy. I don't know. Oh, just a big black silhouette. Yeah. Mm, Sorry, not worth our time. Mm -hmm. But to hit chart on the back, which is very nice. Okay, because it's starter kit. Yeah. Yeah, That's a lot of info. You can just figure that out if you calculate off the uh, full ASL stuff. Like we do, us grown men then, uh, play ASL. <laughs> yeah. Now we've got uh, ooh a rule book, a vehicle and ordinance historical okay. notes. Oh, excellent! Not which a rule book. is really nice. Yeah, that's right. It's, so it's, just some some notes, a la full ASL. Correct. Which has some of the best notes on vehicles you'll find yeah. anywhere. So these are very detailed notes about the vehicles and why they are the way they are and why their different designations are on here the way they are. So uh, about eight pages of that. And then there is a starter quit starter kit sequence of play, a little more uh, detailed. Well, I guess they Look never really that. had. They never had a sequence no, of play they never in did the for starter, starter kit. kit. One, so two, or three. So it's, it's a lot shorter than the Aesop Right, which is like play. three or four full pages. This is only one page, but it's small type. There's a lot of stuff on there. so And that's going to be very handy because the exact sequence of play matters. Matters. I always think one day, Dave, you and I will play a game where we really try to play with the everything ASAP perfectly. Yeah, if it's a short game, it'd be well worth yeah, doing. I think it would be because there's a lot of stuff we don't do because we're we just don't want to bother. We're busy. <laughs> it's we, correct. We don't remember. We don't want to look it up. Whatever. Well, I have a board you here. Got? You want to look at the board? Oh, can I? Um, this one I have is is that a B? Turn it over. Oh yeah, it's Q. <laughs> B okay. would have been long ago. Yeah. Uh, Q. It doesn't have a curly cue on the bottom of the cue, but this is a nice little wood uh, wooden village, village of wooden houses. Toward the center, quite a few roads leading into this village, and woods on either side, a little hill on one side. So, yeah, there you go. And this, being this starter one. kit, there are no multi-level buildings. Yeah, this has a lot of options for vehicles to move around through the woods, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, no multi-level right, buildings and starter kits. Right, there are multi-hex buildings, but none of them are more than one level. Correct. So that's Q. What do you have, So you Jeffrey? won't find any um, any staircases. Is that what they call them? Staircase? Um, yes. Yeah. Well, level counters, but... Yeah. Um, okay, well, I've got board S here, which is... Um, you know, a nice, uh, it's got a town sort of in the upper middle part and uh, some woods down in the lower half, some paved roads running through. So it's oh, a lots of it's orchard. A, it's a nice looking village. Yeah, nice orchard there and some multi level, not multi level, but some multi hex buildings out that looks like, I mean, this looks like a church. You can so see the with cross. The nave. Yeah, yeah, with the cross. That's the nave, call that? the area of the sides. You nave! No, it's called a. It's called. It's a, it's a. Yeah, I took art history. There's a word. There's a word for it because they build it in the shape of a cross. Correct. Yeah, and it's like Christo. And it's oh, Christo. It's, yeah, I forget too. I just learned the word the other. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, some some good stone buildings on there. No wooden buildings on this one. Oh yeah, a couple a couple up here in the top. Some orchards. But lots there, of so, orchard. Uh, lots of orchard. Really? Very little open ground actually when you look at that board. Yeah. So, and here I have R, R. which is a really wide Finally. Spre- spread out. Finally, pirate's favorite board. <laughs> it's pretty much a whole board of buildings all spread, well, spread out fairly wide. 
Oh yeah, that's very you interesting know, board. I have never. This is unique it is, in ASL. It is I've never seen one laid out like this. Pretty unique. I think there's yeah. a few, but not no really spread out. Well, there's one that that was. Um, a I mean, lot it looks of like dense a camp. Concrete. Yeah, it looks like a camp, right? Yeah, right. it looks like a big, kind of different, big, very there. widespread camp of some kind. I yeah. don't know what. Interesting building around W seven, which has. It's like a big square with an opening in the middle, but you can't occupy the middle open ground area. It's, there's not you can't unless you're in bypass and you can't stop in bypass. So interesting idea there. Don't know how that would play out. So, all right, there we go. Did you know it's 10 a.m. in Manila? 10 a.m. Good a. morning to you people. Yeah, good good morning, Manila. Welcome. <clears throat> oh, here's some counters. I'm going to leave those till later. All right. Okay, and I've got a QRDC uh, uh, starter kit quick reference data chart, which is it looks you know just on this cursory examination, looks pretty much like the same one that came in starter kit three. I can only guess that 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 is probably the case. Double-sided goodness there, and then there is a quick reference data chart two, which includes a to-kill table for your armor, and then uh, destruction table, gun destruction table, so two-sided, that's uh, pretty basic. And then we get another set of charts with the die roll modifiers, the red-to-hit numbers, Stuff like that along the back. Okay, pretty basic. Ooh, I'm getting on the counters here, Dave. Oh, and then we have the most important part, the scenarios. So there are, looks like, eight scenarios here. Yeah, four pages. These are labeled SS44 through 51. Look here. Here's one from Buck Karpowitz. Across the border, scenario 44. This is in Poland. Elements of the Armia Karpaty, mm -hmm. which I can only imagine is probably the Polish against the... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Here, Dave, feast your eyes on this. Tell me what that, Tell me what those are, because I don't know. Oh, here's a winter scenario in Finland. Oh, I wish we had whiteboards nice. for that. Yeah. yeah oh, I, I wish, wish we had we a Finnish scenario. Yeah. A fin Finnish game, box game. Yeah, that. that would be nice. Someday, if you're good. So these are a little more advanced, as you, one might ex expect from an expansion pack yeah. or starter kit. So it takes you a little further. Now, one thing I noticed in the, uh, there was an, what was this last one called? It was the expansion, it wasn't an expansion, it was, oh, the bonus pack. Beyond the starter Beaches. Starter kit, bonus pack, Beyond the Beaches, in, it didn't add any rules, but it, it sort of changed some rules. Uh, it added the some extra bits that sort of told you about bocage. Oh, during the special rules. Yeah, in the special Scenario rules. Scenario special in, rules. In the special side. rules. Some bocage and a little right. bit sort of like off-board artillery. Uh, let's just look through these and if they've got anything. Well, obviously, in, in this one, they're going to add some snow rules for you, which doesn't appear in starter kit anywhere, I don't think. No skiers, though. You know, no, I, still no skiers, played, yeah. I still have not played with skis. And on the back side, uh, not so disposed by Ken Dunn. In this is a scenario that takes place in 1943 in Sicily. The Italians against the Americans. This scenario may be linked to S48. 
If playing this in this fashion, record the remaining American units at the end of the scenario. Oh, I like those kind These of These units then replace the American OB listed on S48. So it kind of gets you into the concept of, a, of like a campaign game sort of thing, which is nice. Hopefully it will whet your appetite for that kind of thing. For jumping farther into the full ASL. What have you got there, Dave? Yeah, these were the uh, across-the-border and contested settlement, both being scenarios involving the Polish and the Slovakian, so that's your Axis minor and Allied minor counters, which are look like they're included there as I'm glancing at those sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, the rule book, shall I jump to that? Yeah. Is, is, that, a, is that a full rule Again, book? highlighted. Yeah, they tend to keep the same rule book and then add bits to it as it goes. And so it's continuing in that tradition. There's a color-coded tan section, which highlights some things that have been changed. Now, I don't have the original starter kit rule book with me, but looks like they've added in various things on it. I don't see any major rules additions. So that it is a complete rule set. Yes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm reading on the uh, on the packaging here. It says, Starter Kit Expansion Pack 1 is a complete game, minus dice. Glad they said that. Providing the rules and components necessary to introduce the mechanics needed to play. Thus allowing you to gradually enter and enjoy the fantastic detail of the best tactical game ever produced, unlike anything you've ever experienced. American, Russian, Italian, German squads and vehicles are all at your disposal, allowing you to recreate actions as they happen on the, at the squad level. So it is a complete game. So that's that's interesting. That's kind of nice, actually. If you want to start with that, if you can't find Starter Kit 1, 2, or 3. And it has some really good examples in it. The movement phase, close combat, and, and various other examples. Patsies and close combats, vehicular machine gun examples. So there you go. I'm going to move right on to... to uh, Let's look at those counters. German leaders, German leaders. Two counter sheets. Two counter sheets. I'm going to give you that one. Ah, don't see German leaders on here, but okay, I do yeah. see some... I've got American leaders. Minor leaders. Hey, Sergeant Thuring, that's Lars. Gautier, Romblum. They've gotten in a lot of those guys from Europe on that. Italians. So let me just read uh, the American leaders. There's um, Hallett. What? Cole. Hutch. Jeffries. Pyle. What was that first one? Hallett. You're in. Let me see that. Oh, no. Don't you believe me? No. Yes, I do. Let me see that. I'll show you in a minute. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Hallett, Cole, Hutch, Jeffries. Je- that's you, Pyle. Jeffries. Oh, yeah, Jeffrey Hallett. Yeah, yeah, how about that? Collins, gray-haired guy with a cool mustache. Two half-squads. <laughs> the two half-squads guy, not Dave. Uh, okay, Richard. we got really Richardson, Kenneth. Argent, Jazz. minute, yeah. Jazz no, actually, there's no Hallett on here. Oh, no Hallett. No, man. What do you got to do? I guess you got to play test. Like, oh, there's I a did. Lieutenant Daglish. Daglish, yes. Well, he's right. Atterbury, McKay, McCloskey. I'm looking, Dave. I'm looking here. Germans. 
You got the Germans, okay? If you oh, I don't have any German leaders. What? I don't have any German leaders. I do See? not have. Oh wait a minute. There's one German leader here, Krupke. I got Krupke. Okay. There's no Kleinschmidt. This counter sheet two of two has lots of nice vehicles. Yeah. Uh, the Comets, uh, British Sherman threes, uh, PSW two thirty twos for the Germans SU twenty twenty twos. Okay, well, hand me that counter sheet. <laughs> hand me that counter sheet. Yeah, you're just missing something. Is there another? Did you read the Germans off? I didn't see any German. Uh... Schmidt. What? There's a Corporal Schmidt. I missed him. Sergeant Klein. That's not a Klein Schmidt. Well, maybe they were friends. Klein and Schmidt. Really good friends. Inseparable. Is this really supposed to be my counter then? I don't know. I know I know one thing. I would be upset. Yeah. Oh, I'd kids. be upset if I were you. They're disappointed too. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'd be pissed. Where's the Klein Schmidt? It I was can't on even a say different that. counter sheet, remember? No. Someone sent us a PDF. Was that a joke? Was that Oh, I know. Oh, that's really kids. You're right. They have a right to be disappointed. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, that's it. I quit. I'm. You know what? <laughs> I've had it with MMP. No, it's okay. Don't walk out, Jeff. We, I'm walking out. No, the podcast exists. I can't take it. No, it's okay. It really wasn't a big deal. There it's only like fun. I'm. I'm 50 years old. I, I, I still have a good 10 years, 20 years left in my life to try and become a counter. No, no. <laughs> well, he says he has a great idea from the other room. Hey, maybe I should just assume this is me and, and be happy about it. All right. I think we should start our own game company and we'll call it, you know, a critical hit. We'll, no, we'll call it remedial. Squad tag-along. <laughs> Remedial squad tag-along, and it's it's a lot easier to play and more fun. And we'll call all of the counters. They'll all be Kleinschmidt. <laughs> no, no, really, really. If this is supposed to be me, maybe I could just look on the bright side. The glass is half full. Well, literally, the counter's half full. Yeah. Klein. Maybe it is too long to fit. Maybe I, I miscounted. Twelve letters. Well, I feel bad. Hmm. Yeah. Our friend in Manila says, print your own counters. He's eating He's eating oatmeal and watching us. Oh, is, yes, good morning to you. It's the perfect accompaniment. How come he's not having beer, I wonder? Well, I'm sorry, Dave. Maybe I should be more like Ian Daglish. I'm going to try and write for AS for the MMP now. Yeah, maybe we I'm should write. I'm going to start writing some yeah, articles. Write. Okay. All right. Great idea. Let's pick a topic. <laughs> Kids, kids yeah, it's, great. Like it's a yeah. good idea, too. <laughs> All right, help. kids, they're cheering us on. Let's do it. Yeah. Maybe Cheetah can help you. No, don't let him back in this video. <laughs> well, we have one more what's in the box, That Jeffrey. was a fun what's in the box, though. So a bit, of a, a bit weird, of a downer. Weird. Oh, no, no, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Maybe that's that's me. At least it's a nice gesture. He goes home Maybe and cries. Really fit, you he know? goes home and cries. Harry told us it wouldn't fit on a counter, so... Maybe he was being legitimate, but I swear I counted someone else. He had 12 letters in their last yeah. name, but it's probably too big. So anyway, I would have to be grateful. I just By next episode, I'm sure I'll recover and be grateful. Well, I thought, you know what, honestly, I thought by not mentioning that my name should be on a counter, they would put it on there anyway. 
So I played it the other way. <laughs> the modest, key. yeah, very. Yeah. yeah. And I thought something would happen like that, but uh-uh. So on we go. Well, Jeff, you have in your hands the new turret counters. Oh, okay. Turret counters. Turret, not turd counters. Turret counters. Turret counters. Okay, and these come from, I can see, the Countersmith Workshop. Countersmith Workshop. We'll put up a link. Thank you. We won these in a contest, you may yeah. recall. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot of stuff on here. I'm going to show this to our friend in Manila. I'm going to just hold it up here. And anybody else that's watching right now. All right, Countersmith Workshop, dedicated to reinvent and rejuvenate the world of ASL variants, especially with new design of gamer-friendly counters. Steelmaster Module A, German-Russian turret counters, $29.50. That'd be about 30 bucks. Order from the work countersmith workshop dedicated to ASL and doing up some new counters. Benefit of these. He's got a nice, uh, you can contact him on his website. He's got a Facebook page. 76 people like it. <laughs> they like it. So, so really... Let's pretend like I'm I, like I'm not too bright. Well, you're not, Jeffrey. We don't have yeah. to pretend. <laughs> oh, I stepped into that one, but I'm bum. So yeah, take a look at the counters now. What? Okay. No, normally you know what a normal turret counter looks like. What color is it? Well, it's white. It's white, and there were those new and it ones. Looks like a turret, and all it says is uh, um, buttoned up or, or a CE. Uh, CE. That's correct. So yeah. then there was a set of counters that were colored from those marvelous guys at Le Franc Tireur. Yeah. And uh, those were color count color coded to go with the nationality. So you right. now could have a matching counter uh, turret counter on your vehicle. Right. And these go a step further. Mm-hmm. You notice what's on these? Well vehicle name. My God. <laughs> Gun size. Do you not know what all those little things mean? Well, I know I, it apparently there's this actual writing, but it this is really small. Okay, it's a tad small. It's yes. a little bit small. Um, so for any of you that are over, like, 18 years old, this may be tough. <laughs> My bifocals to work well. I can actually read them. Uh, you have your armor factors. It indicates the size. Okay. On it, right? The red armor factor. Yeah. Or two red would be extra large. It has the buttoned up and on the back side the crew exposed status. Okay. It gives you your rate of fire. It gives you all that information that basically you wouldn't be able to see with the turret counter on top of the vehicle. Oh, so that's what that is. Right. Now I get it. Yes. You know what? I am dumb. You didn't get that right away? No. You don't remember moving those turrets off the vehicle? Oh, well, what is that? Right. And then looking and then picking up, moving off the turret, picking up the vehicle, looking at it again. Now you can just... Look right at the board, or you may pick up up and bring it up closer to your eyes okay. to see the statistics on your vehicle. Okay. Well, that's, that, that's actually beauty. that's actually very nice. It actually is very nice. Yeah. I think you're going to have a, to store them somewhere. I guess if you're you know using different storage, you can store them right with the vehicles in the same little container. I suppose, yeah. Depending on you know how many different uh, little cubby holes you have for all of your. Vehicles, and we haven't popped these out, but I'm, I'm, they're going to pop out real nice from the the. Actually, you know, yeah, the quality on the quality on it looks really good, and yeah. the um, it it feels like they'll come out really easily. Can I pop one out? You may go ahead and really? try. Try a little I hate, row there. I hate to do this, but 
Oh, I got a corner here. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be nice. And this is I mean he says they're Russian German. I don't know if all the vehicles are in there or maybe there's some missing perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, what a great concept. You've got all the turrets to go on top of your vehicles with matching colors, German and Russian. And again, it eliminates that problem of having turrets that are meaningless. And did you say he's got more coming? No, I don't see that on the website. It's dedicated to reinvent ASL variants, especially design a gamer-friendly counter. So I'm, I'm sure there will be probably more. Yeah. And how much is this that he sent? What's the thirty dollars? Oh, thirty bucks. Okay. A small price to pay for the convenience. Yep. So check it out. We'll post yep. that, and that is what's in the box. Okay. Well, that was fun. I like opening the box. It's like Christmas. That's the beautiful thing about Squad Leader. Every day is like Christmas. Hi, my name is Ben Richardson. This is for the Contest 2000. I love Squad Leader because I think it's the most challenging and most exciting um, strategy game I've ever played. That's how I describe. also how I describe Squad Leader to other people. I tell them it's a strategy game based on World War II tactical combat with loads of historical maps and geomorphic boards on which you can make any terrain that was fought on in World War II. Thanks, guys. Bye. For the 50th episode, we got 50 letters in from our listeners. Yeah, amazing. And a nice uh, little what's in the box. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, we invite you to roll low and rally well. But, but not, not when, when you're, you're playing, playing us, because we don't like it. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Let's look again. Maybe we missed it. Maybe we missed it. Let's look again. I have the German leaders over here. Keep looking, Dave. Keep looking. Maybe the more I look, don't give up hope, Dave. Maybe maybe it'll actually happen.